Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at Animal Man, Volume 2, Origin of the Species, Collecting Issues 10 to 17 of the 1988 comic Vertigo comic book series from Grant Morrison, Chaz Truick and Tom Grumnett. Very Grumet. good. Oh, Tommy G, you call him. Very good. Very good, Benjamin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Collecting Issues of the Bi-Weekly Comic Book Book Club, where this week we're taking a trip back in time to the year 1989, when young Benjamin Colopy was but a spermatozoa in his father's body. I don't think I even would have been then, Michael. I was probably generated sometime around 1991. Yes. When were you born? I was born in 1991. Yeah, probably then. (laughs) That'd probably do it, yeah. Yes, you were, but the potential of a spermatozoa, you were an undifferentiated sexual cell. Yeah, baby! I would still, that's one of the best ways I've ever heard to describe you, Benjamin. Quite like this comic. <laughs> Michael, uh, I, I made a, a very off-colour joke there before we, we did the, the podcast. I said everything was acceptable in the 80s, including shit comics. Oh, take that, Grant M. Yep, smug fucker. Yes, smug fuckeroo. Benjamin. Yeah. This comic is considered in many ways seminal. Uh, as in it's full of Grant M's semen because that's what he does to make comics. It's very much, we're on a very much a spermatozoa uh, buzz here today at Collecting yes. Issues, Bi-Weekly Comic Book Book Club. No, Benjamin, but it's considered seminal. It's one of the first comics ever in the wave of metafictional comics. Yeah, yeah. We've, t- we've taken a look at a few over the last couple of weeks now, Michael. We went through a kind of meta month, Ben. We did. We had She-Hulk. Yeah. Shulk, if you will. She knew she was a comic. Yes, we had a bit of Sandman. That had hints of Sandman, it yeah. here and there. Sandman's a little bit of meta. Yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. the nature of stories. And, and Michael, this one, you're right, is often praised as, as one of the finest examples. And for the life of me, Michael. Yes. I don't know why. Oh, Benjamin, it was a different time and a different era and... There are some things in this which, looking back on it now, it may feel a little bit like the work of a of a secondary school student. Yeah, um, who was given a bit too much license. A secondary school student who was told, here's a weird character, you do what you want with it. And the secondary school student said to himself, Oh, ock, I will. I will indeed. Did you know I grew up next to a nuclear silo? Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so there are highs and lows, Benjamin. But why don't you get us started? Because I tell you what, one thing this comic doesn't do, Benjamin, is this comic doesn't really, and that might be part of the point of it that maybe we're missing, but it doesn't really tell us who even is Animal Man. Well, I I think the big mistake that we made here, Michael, was starting with volume two. And there's a good reason for that, Michael. It's because we're idiots. Because we're idiots. Uh, But also because we we had heard many, 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 many times, Michael, that volume two is where the meta really kicks off, Michael. Mm. And And it certainly does. We're fans of the meta here Mm. at Collecting Mm. Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club. But come here to me. The elf animal man, Michael, is Buddy Baker, which is the worst name since Peter Parker. Peter Parker is a bloody seminal name, Ben. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, Buddy B, that's what they call him. <laughs> that's what they call him. So, uh, the character, Michael, is, uh, he's a run-of-the-mill all-American man. Okay, has he got a blonde hair? He's got a blonde hair, Michael. Yeah. He's got a blue eye. Oh, yeah, has he got a wife and the children's? He's got a wife and the chiddlers. Yeah, very good. He's a bit of an Aryan wet dream, if you will. 
Oh yeah, he's very sexy. I think we're probably going to get cancelled because I said the word Aryan. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get demonetized, Ben. We're going to owe Apple Podcasts back the 67 cent that the podcast usually makes. Um, I don't think we make any money on the podcast, Michael. And if we do, you haven't been telling me, you son of a bitch. Um, or haven't I, Ben? Very meta. This is very meta. Very meta conversation. It's a, it's a meta analysis on podcasting. So, uh, look, he's a weird old character, Michael. His first ever appearance, the first ever appearance of Buddy Baker it was in Strange... Adventures number 180 and in Strange Adventures 180 out in September mm. of 1965 he yes. was a, a and stock superhero um, what the heck does that mean so he was they came up with a character they put man after his name and oh yes <laughs> that's that's what we needed to understand who he was so he's a film stuntman originally Michael Oh, was he? He was. He was. And he appeared... Like the his fall first, guys. Like, oh, yeah, he's a fall guy, Michael. He enjoyed a little mm. tumble now and then. He got yeah. paid for it. But okay. his original story was called I Was the Man with Animal Powers. And he was written by Dave Wood and Carmine Infantino, who we've had on the podcast before. But I can't, for the life of me, Michael, remember who he is. He's, he's still Batman, isn't he? Uh, he or is he just? Does he have a, a name like a Batman villain? He just has a name like a Batman villain. I think. I think that's what it is. Uh, he's doing Batman in the sense of an old timey mafia villain. I'm going to do him. Yeah, I'm going to do Batman. I'm going to do Batman. I'm going to put him in the ground with some concrete slippers. Mm. Um, yeah, that was awful. Anyway, uh, he appeared with the Immortal Man in a, a kind of two issue introduction, the hero with animal powers. And originally, my favorite thing was he was mm. known as A Man because of the big A on his costume. They didn't call him Animal Very Man. <laughs> so it was the height of creativity, Michael. And the suit was exactly as we saw it there. And then in 1988, somebody turned around to noted masturbating Scottish man Grant Morrison. We Grant DM. We Grant DM, as he's known with the kids. And they said, uh, here, do you want to do something with that? And he was like, oh, I surely would like to do something with that. I surely would. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Grant, Mar- Grant Morrison was a lot more polite back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, and then away he did skip to the lavatory to give himself an L touch. Uh, and oh, yeah. this is what came out. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. It's a classic, isn't it? It's a classic, I'm going to do something weird with the underused character comic. I, I think, you know, that, that British invasion, Michael, and we've talked about it a few times here in the podcast, is, is the wave of British writers that kind of took over comics in the late 80s, early 90s. Neil Gaiman, Alan Moore, We Grant E.M., bloody... That cat that sits outside your window. What's his name again? Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis. Thank you very much. We sometimes have to get the hose out and give him a spray. We have to give him a spray because, you know, uh, who wants a cat pissing on your lawn? Pissing on your grass. You don't want it. Creating dead spots. So anyway, that's that's what we had, Michael. And that wave came in and they just did whatever they wanted, Michael. They just did whatever they wanted. Um, Miracle Man is coming back, by the way. In other comic news, there's a bizarre Marvel fact of the day the Miracle Man comic book uh, put forward by one Alan Moore is making a comeback that'll be interesting yes nobody cares on this podcast though Ben the bi-weekly comic book book club no nobody cares sorry that was interesting for no reason to anyone but ourselves Um, thanks for reminding me that my opinion is not really all that important Um, not important at all so uh, there was a big old slate cleaning Michael in the 1980s and that was Crisis on Infinite Earths oh yes and if you haven't read that, you're going to be starting this off going, what the hep is going on here? What the hep is this? 
is mm. what you'll be saying to yourself. I knew about that, Michael, and I was still saying to myself, what the heck is this? What's going on here? Who's what this is, fella? What is all this? Who are any of these fellas? So, yeah, he was reimagined. Um, Alan Moore got his chance with Swamp Thing. Animal Man was reimagined by Grant Morrison. Um, and Morrison wrote the first 26 issues of a new Animal Man run. Right, go on. And that that was the gig. Um, and because it was a, a classic little uh, blank slate, he was allowed to do whatever whatever the heppy wanted, Michael. And what he wanted, Ben, was to do something divergent from normal superhero comics, both an analysis of superhero comics and his own political opinions. A bloody vegetarian fish-loving son of a bitch is what he is, Michael. <laughs> yeah, stop loving all those fish, you son of a bitch, Grant M. I have to say, I was reading the dolphin arc, Michael, and I got strong in the deep from the boys' TV series vibes. I was like, mm. Buddy Baker's going to fuck that fish. <laughs> he is. He's definitely going to have some relations with that fish, man. He's going to um, that fish. Shall we talk about it then? Shall we just break it down a little bit very quickly, issue by issue? Go on, let's start with issue you, 10 there, Michael. You have it there in front of you. Issue 10, Benjamin, is a weird retelling of his uh, his origin. His origin tale, Michael. A little reminder for the lads and lasses of where he comes from. Or is it, Michael? Exactly, because it's also the key issue. And it's full of untapped potential, which to a comic book writer in the modern era would probably be incredible grounds for a... Uh, Exploring the meta nature of comics But in this It feels very rudimentary Yeah so uh, We Grant DM Seems to reframe it as The animal man There's something wrong with the animal man Right mm. His yeah. powers aren't working They're on the fritz Yeah And he thinks he's, he's off his game But it turns out it's aliens Michael And there's it, something wrong With the original experiment So the aliens become a Grant Morrison stand in <laughs> Oh, yes, no. yeah, in a sense, yeah, yeah. They become this bizarre... <laughs> They're experimenting on people, basically. And the first thing that Grant Morrison does is he pisses on the cornflakes of the Silver Age or the Golden Age, and he says, ah, ha, ha, humans always think that it's radiation that gives them powers. Little do they know it's us, the creepy non-consent-seeking aliens who just experiment <laughs> on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a very common trope these days, Ben. But is this the first ever case of it? Uh, I don't know if it's the first ever case, Michael. It's certainly an early days case of it. So these these creatures are beyond the ken of normal human mm. folk. They are... They, or the bloody Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing their own thing, Michael. Um, mm. And they've decided to fix Buddy Baker because he's on the fritz. Now, how do they mm. do that, Michael? Do they get in touch with him and say, here, come here to me. We gave you your powers all those years ago. Remember that spaceship? That was us. No, they turn into weird spooky spirits, Ben, and then teleport him away to Africa. Yeah, they rip him apart and then send him off to Africa with Vixen, where yeah. Buddy Baker promptly forgets that he has a wife and two children mm. at home and wants to ride the ever-living Christ out of Vixen, who's introduced into this for some reason. Because <laughs> they have the same power as Ben. A very sexy moment. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous, Michael. It's uh, a very sexy moment, Ben. He's just there and he's going, oh, she's too sexy for me. Oh, she's too bloody fucking sexy for me, I tell you that much. Uh, and Chaz Trumog, uh, fucking slap on the wrist for him. But if there's a chance to put some, some big old nipples on Vixen, boy, oh boy, does Chaz take it. Oh, a very sexy comic book scene, <laughs> he's, Benjamin. He's penciling in those nips. Yeah, not much else, though. Not much else. <laughs> Fuck no. me, Michael. We'll get to the art a little bit later, but oh, I have a few fucking bones to pick there. Um, 
Benjamin, the other issues that stick out to me are obviously the fish, the dolphin episode. Yeah, the fish fucker episode, yep. The old dolphin episode, Benjamin. First of all, everyone hates the Faroese, apparently, but especially the Scottish. (laughs) Especially the Scottish. It's funny. It's a very uh, pro-Thatcher stance for a man who claims to hate Thatcher. Um, Mm, Go on. Uh, well, I mean, that was the whole time with the Falklands and there was, was a couple of different things going on the there. The Falklands and the Faroe Islands are entirely different things. No, nope, it's you, all around the same time, Michael. It's an anti-European stance. I won't be having it. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> I think it's more against uh, whaling, Ben. Yes, it's more against whaling overall, Michael. And killing dolphins. Yes. It's, um, it's so proto-nascent, Grant Morrison, isn't it? The, the narration from the dolphin, the joining with... Um, anarchic groups or anti-establishment groups there's hints of where he would go in the invisibles and there's you know it's it's all that is grant morrison isn't it the invisibles yes that's him yeah it's all it's all very proto grant morrison isn't it it all reads like schoolboy grant morrison well it is it's 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 real real cutting his teeth grant morrison mm. i mean I, I i you can't disagree with the message ben no, I mean... It, don't kill animals for fun. It's fairly sound messages, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, don't uh, kill animals Don't be for acting fun. the bollocks with animals, please. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, heavy-handed might be one way of putting it. Um, otherwise known as the fucking iron digit, Michael. Just fucking dragged along the ground. It's just like <laughs> fucking hell, boys. <laughs> Are you saying he's so heavy-handed that he's called the iron digit? <laughs> yes. That's, that's a very good metaphor, Ben. I genuinely hope you've just come up with it. I think I have. Um, I think that might actually be one of mine. <laughs> Very good. Um, there, there's also a one page. There's also a little in a later ep- issue. There's a little, um, a little spot about vegetarianism that doesn't feed into the plot or anything else. No, he just wants whatsoever. to state the fact that he's a vegetarian because it's wrong to eat animals. Yeah, yeah. He has a whole little thing about global warming and clearing Amazon. And Ben, I agree with all of these things. But I've said on this. Um, on this podcast before that I don't like being politicked at in comics you you have said that many times Michael many and many even times when, even when Benjamin they're 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 um they're topics that I almost passionately agree with I do not support any sort of killing animals for fun I I would I consider myself Benjamin the supporter of hunt saboteurs but <laughs> it's a bit bloody obvious isn't oh, it oh it's very on the nose comic Michael it's very on the nose it's, comic it's very on the nose. We jump around a lot here, Michael. Grant, Grant Morrison sticks his oar in a lot of political conflict at that time. There's the South Africa arc. I Benjamin, I, there's troubles in South Africa still at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, there's still a lot of trouble between blacks and whites in South Africa, especially around farms. And a lot of the time these days, and this is probably the influence of Western media, Ben, but any time I hear about South Africa these days, it's white farmers being killed on their farms. Is it? Yeah. And um, and it was kind of interesting to read this and forget for a moment that it came from a very bad time in South African history. Yes. Awful time. A very, very, very bad time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was reading that and I was like, maybe this is heavy hand. And then I did a bit of research on it and I was like, oh no, it was that bad. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Ben, no one no one is pro-apartheid except, you know, a substantial so part a of the substantial South population. Amount, yeah. yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But, um, oh, did you ever see that spitting image song, Michael, Never Met a Nice South African? <laughs> no. 
No, I'm staying away from that. <laughs> it's, page, a, it's, a very, it's a very, it's a, it's all to do with how how racist white South African people are. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I I think look, Benjamin, South Africa's problems on this podcast isn't going to solve them. But it was that's on our other podcast. Was, not solving South African problems. Sol- solving South Africa. Uh, it's called uh, it's called White Saviors. You can find yeah. us on www. No, stay away from that. Benjamin. We're on Twitter at White Knights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, that's a good one. Ben, <laughs> yeah. shut up for a second. Stop digging this hole. Dig out of the hole. Um, what am I saying? Yeah, but it was it was funny to be just dragged straight back into it and go. Oh no, it's oh yeah. Now I remember South Africa in the late eighties, early nineties. Oh, that shit was terrible. Very bad stuff. No Thanks, good. Grand M. Thanks for the very heavy-handed moral lesson. Yeah, so that was that was an interesting one. We got to see that bizarre character, uh, Michael, the the Beast Man. Boana Beast. Boana Beast. Yeah, um, but it's interesting that it's a, a swapping of titles. He's he's giving it up. He's not being a white Boana Beast anymore. He's actually giving yeah. it to an indigenous person, which probably makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, and way ahead of its time in the eighties. Um, yeah, where they were just like although. Go on. The name is a bit on the nose. Well, it's still a bit heavy, yeah. Yeah, Freedom Beast. Freedom Beast. <laughs> Benjamin, yeah. <laughs> I did like the fact that it seems like any of these kind of animal totem power people seem to be coming from a single source. Yeah, so there seems to be the unified animal force, Michael, or you know, the the beast force or whatever it is you want to call mm. it. That that is early groundwork for DC's bizarre mythology there's the red there's the green there's the rot and so there's there's a few the green is plants the green is swamp swamp things domain so he's the elemental being for the swamp thing in the 2011 reboot of animal man for the new 52 michael animal man becomes the avatar of uh the red Mm. so he's he's you know animals yeah, he's all about the animals, Michael, as you might animals, guess from the yeah. name, the subtle yeah, name. Yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. Having said that, for all of the heavy-handed on-the-nose stuff, there's some really effective stuff in this as well. And the things that I thought were most effective about it were kind of horror-y stuff. Go on. Tell me a little bit more there. There's a, there's a passing scene in maybe issue 15 or 16 where there's some sort of spectral presence that people are seeing as... Um, as Animal Man, popping up about his house. Yeah, he's weird. He's very weird, and there's some very creepy, almost jump scares. The closest I've ever seen to a jump scare in a comic. Is it when he's at the window? He's like, Boop. he's at the window, and he says, uh, and they say, there he is, and you can see the silhouette of him, and that gave me a genuine shiver of excitement. Then. <laughs> That was a good moment. So I don't think that was revealed until many issues later, I'm afraid, Michael, but I think it's supposed to be, I think, if we were to guess within the confines of the seven issues we've read, it's probably mm. the previ- one of the previous iterations of Animal Man before he was experimented on, who's crawled out of the other pages. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be the walls of metafiction breaking down and there being various different animal men. So I suppose we should probably talk about that, Michael. Um, Hold on, Ben. What? What? There was a couple of other effective moments. Oh, yeah, other effective scary moments. Go on, spooky, scary animal man. So that's great. I love that. That's a that's a really effective jump scare moment. It put me in mind of some of the best scenes from the likes of Insidious or... Um, Very good. You know, that kind of horror film. And it was a really good, really effective moment that I really enjoyed. I also thought, Ben, the assassination of the mother and daughter by oh. the guy posing as a Jehovah's Witnesses was one of the most truly viscerally shocking things I've seen in comics. Very dark. 
very, very dark and scary. And the, the way it's framed and paced is just really, really terrifying. Terrifying. The 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 daughter's last words being, he has a gun. And, and then, then it's too late. And it's too late and he unexpectedly shoots both of them. Yeah. Absolutely incredible like breathtaking not in a kind of beautiful vistas but in a kind of it made me catch my breath and go oh very dark yeah yeah very dark very shocking and um yeah i i thought really effective and there's some very effective stuff in this but now i'm finished talking about those two effective moments you can say your thing there's the well i mean you've got the grains of granty m there don't you you have what ended up making him a spectacular comic book storyteller at different points. And in many ways, those tropes never went away, Michael. When Grant Morrison takes over a series, any series... Who, sorry? Who? When, sorry, when we Grant the M takes oh, over yeah, yeah. any yeah. series, Michael, what you're going to see is the creepy, weirdo, unnerving character dial turn up to 11. Mm. And you're going to get a lot of death. You're going to get a lot of yeah, beloved yeah. characters going through some serious trauma. Yeah, yeah, and Spooky Men at Windows and Scotland. And Scotland. Fuck me, he loves Scotland, doesn't he? He does love Scotland, yeah. yeah. In a kind of isn't Scotland the worst sort of way. Yeah, it's like, ah, uh, you think you've had it bad? Come to Scotland. You've never been to Scotland. So uh, the only thing that he likes more than Scotland is masturbating on pieces of paper to make stories. Oh, yeah, that's true. Benjamin, yeah. what was it you were saying there before I so rudely interrupted you? I don't know. I completely forgot, Michael. I rudely interrupted you first, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, um, we balance it out then. One of the things that we see here, Michael, is, you know, this bizarre meta breakdown that starts to occur in and around four or five issues in. We're introduced to the strange writer of the Animal Man comics who seems to be having nightmares or something. He's having a very difficult time, Michael, processing both realities. And then right at the end of issue 17, we burst into a room and there's somebody fading out of existence. He's being de-penciled as we speak. He's he's turning into a character from the Sega Mega Drive game Comic Zone. Yeah, he is. He's just he's just. I don't know what that is, Michael. But I'm going to agree with the reference. Comic Zone Ben is a, a 1993, I think, comic book um, video game, not based on a particular comic book, but probably very heavily influenced by this, wherein the main villain from the comic book managed to escape from the comic book. Oh, a classic. And then, draw the writer of the comic book into the comic book oh I like it yeah yeah it's quite a, it's like a clever little twist recently optioned for a movie but that's not this is neither the time nor the place to talk about it oh man okay right well we'll have to bloody did you buy the rights to the to the 1993 Sega Mega Drive game yes it was me <laughs> it was you it was making me. that with Seanville Productions in the future <laughs> yes but yes. We, we see little gems of this throughout Michael and initially the writers stand in is the weird alien boys who wrap up an entire arc by removing quite frankly a racist character but I think that's the point the strange kind of desert villain who never dies the strange orientalist symbol <laughs> oh yeah get rid of him yeah. get rid of yeah, him yeah, I but I, I think that's we Grant M systematically going through things and saying yeah you know when we used to make Arab lads the villains all the time we probably shouldn't do that anymore yeah yeah I mean like I said Ben I think my personal politics overlap pretty much 100% with Grant Morrison's oh I think absolutely um, so it's not unpleasant to read and I quite like things like that. That was a good little meta moment, especially when they say to him something like you're of the wrong time or you don't you don't belong here anymore. We don't need your 
We don't need your. We don't need your kind around here anymore. Yes, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, you old racist caricature. I love that stuff. That was some good. That stuff. was some I good stuff. That. that was some good mm. stuff all around, Michael. I was on board with that. But yeah, no, it, like it's. I just found it didn't have a lot of substance. I found it really difficult to keep up with the the Buddy Baker's family end of things because sometimes they're important, sometimes they don't matter at all. Other times, poor mm. L. Cliff Baker. Poor L. Cliff Baker. He gets ignored a lot. He does, except when he has that burger. Except when he has that burger. Yeah, it's the most time his dad ever spent him because he was pissed off at him. Yeah, why are you eating that burger, buddy? Just so you'll spend some time (laughs) with me, dad. It's the only way I can get you to spend time with me. Well, father, I find engaging you on a moral high ground (laughs) is really the only way that I ever... Only when you're speaking down to me, father, do you speak to me at all, so... Um, Yes, yes, yes. Benjamin. Yeah. I agree with you. I thought that this was not an enjoyable comic to read. Yeah. I think that it has some very good moments of high concept stuff. Yes. And like I said, a couple of very effective moments that will stick with me. I think I'm going to remember that uh, that um, front door shooting scene for years to come. Yes. And I think I'm going to remember that he's there he is moment for years to come. And the concepts are definitely groundbreaking and panel breaking and very interesting for the time. It, even think about the episode in, in France, Ben. Yes, the strange Parisian episode with dinosaurs. With dinosaurs, Benjamin, some sort of time man. But yes. when you break it down, some sort of time fella, when you break <laughs> that episode, that issue down, really what you're left with is an analysis of maybe superheroics being just people in costumes punching each other when what we really need is sympathy and understanding and mental health. And psychiatric evaluation and assistance. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably revolutionary in 1988. Probably, yeah. But probably. By, mo- by modern standards, we've seen that done much better. And we've seen that done now in massive big screen blockbusters. I mean, even the latest Batman kind of analyzes that whole kind of, should we be just going around punching people or should we be getting them help? Is that the right move? Is that... Yeah. Yeah. He's giving this fella a big punch to the right move, especially Metamorpho, literally with a hammer. You know, he's been saying they're coming at me with hammers the whole time and then you've come at him with a hammer. Are you trying to feed into his psychosis? What are you doing? What are, what are you, you doing, doing? Metamorpho? Like, I'm just a big dumb robot man. I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, look, if I want to come at you with a hammer, I'm going to come at you with a hammer. Big wobbly hammer. Big wobbly hammer. Uh, <laughs> I tell you one of the things that really annoyed me about this, Michael, or one of the things oh, that no. I feel dated it horribly was the art. Mm. Yeah, I tell you what, it's not very good. It's not very good. Yeah. It just isn't. I guess it's just not. No. they gave him no. a dud character and a dud artist and said, go on, have some fun with that and see ah, what you can do. Benjamin, I don't think we should be going around calling artists dud artists. We don't know that he's a dud artist. This might have been produced under very limited time. That's true. Or budget constraints. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't think it is fair to call... What's his name? Chad... Oh, hang on. Have it if, here. If his name's Chad, then I take it back. We can call uh, him a dud. No, it's People Chaz Truog, so it's close enough. Um, yeah, but it's... I mean, who knows under what constraints this was produced. It might have been, like, so low tier... That's it. You can have this artist. He's doing four other things, and he'll get to your book if there's time left over. I tell you what, Michael. Go on. He always had time for the nips. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't, Benjamin? <laughs> have you ever seen Vixen, Benjamin? So sexy. It's in the name, Michael. She's yeah, a Vixen. It's in the, it's, 
literally in the name. Her name's Vixen. She's got nips. <laughs> I think that bloody fireside scene where she's munching down on some meat. Oh and yeah. Bunny Baker's about to fucking cream himself. Yeah, like, yeah. And she's sweating. She's in a sexy sweating and she's dripping meat juice on herself. Fucking like, you're a vegetarian, lad. Settle down. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's uh, a vegetarian then until they come under pressure. There's the real horror scene, Michael. There's the real horror <laughs> scene. Buddy Baker's <laughs> lecherous fantasies. But yeah, um, I mean, it's not uh, it's not a lesson in artistic uh, style no. or detail or consistency. You might be very or, right, though, Michael. It it might have been a period where it was just like, get that comic out there, will you? Get it. It feels like that. It feels like get it out and. Who knew at the time that it was going to have a kind of revolutionary writer in their chrysalis form? Yeah, not me, Michael. I certainly didn't, Benjamin. I I didn't hear of this until the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, and then all we ever heard about was how great it was. Um, But sure, look, what can you do, Michael? And our opinion doesn't even matter, Michael. What about you, dear listener? Oh, Benjamin, what would people like if they they did like it? Oh, right, that's a good question, Michael. Swamp Thing. I think Swamp yeah, Thing yeah. is a yeah. great one for this. The new Swamp Thing is phenomenal, Michael. Oh, cool. Um the one by oh I'm gonna get this wrong now. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it, Michael. Alan Moore. No, no, it's not by Alan Moore. Who is it by? God damn it. I don't know, Benjamin. I don't know who it's oh, by. Oh curses. I think it's Ram V, but I could be wrong. If you do like this, Benjamin, you will probably enjoy where Grant Morrison gets to cut loose on this kind of thing a little bit more. For example, The Invisibles. Yeah. And uh, and his and his own run on Doom Patrol. Oh, Doom Patrol is a great shout, Michael. That's fucking mad weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a certain amount of overlap between the two, isn't there, really? Um, I think, again, it's, it's a cutting his teeth on one thing and then going mad on another. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Who's, um, who's Swamp Thing by, Ben? Come on. The new Who's Swamp Thing now? is by... Oh, I was right. Ram V and Mike Perkins, Michael. And it's bloody fantastic. Is it good stuff? Is it very meta-referential? It's great stuff. Not very meta at all, Michael, but a nice mythology building for Swamp Thing. Uh, there's a new bearer of the Swamp Thing. It's not Alec Holland. Oh. Um, and, yeah, it's very good, Michael. Um, it's a really cool comic. You should check it out if you like this. In any way. Ram V is writing some of the best comics for DC at the moment, Michael. I just finished reading issue 1062 of the Detective Comics where he's giving Batman a little reboot. And bloody hell, Michael. It's good. It's not collected yet, Ben. Can we read it's that? It's not collected. collected. We can't yet. read that as a collected issues yet, Michael. It's currently being released. Something to look forward to later in the year. Something perhaps, to look forward to year. later in the year, Michael. Later in the year. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if you like that... Or you didn't like that. <laughs> Get in touch what? with us in a few different places. You can find okay. us on the interwebs www.shomrabio.com S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com It means Tony Room and Irish. Benjamin, that sounded a little bit post-coital, I have to say. What did I say? You said, well, if you liked that, you can get in touch with me in these <laughs> following places. <laughs> Just a little uh, bit post-coital. You can find us on Instagram at Collecting Issues. It means collecting issues in English. You can find us on Twitter at Mick's favourite username ever at Collecting Issue. 
collecting issue. Just one. Just one fucking issue. You can't collect it. Just one fucking issue. Uh, you can check it out there. Uh, or, ladies and gentlemen, you can do the best possible thing to get in touch with us and you can hop up on that Discord, baby. Hop up on it, Ben. There's conversations every day. Conversations every gosh darn day. Join us in two weeks' time, ladies and gentlemen, where we'll be dipping our toes back into another bloody volume two. We're on a volume two streak, Michael. It's bloody, it's season two. Welcome to season two of Collecting Issues. Season two, we probably should have done that. That would have been a great conceit. Oh yeah, people love that. Twelve episodes a year, volume one, year one, volume two, year two. Ah, man, if we could go back in time, Michael. Anyway. It's bi-weekly though, Ben, not monthly. Yeah, we could have made it monthly though and saved ourselves all a headache. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be checking out Lucifer Volume 2 The Divine Tragedy by Dan Waters uh, Max Fiumara and Sebastian Fiumara on Collecting Issues in Two Weeks Time Join us then Uh, Very good Benjamin You said that like it was your first time Yes Bye bye everybody See you in two weeks Goodbye See you then Bye now Goodbye Let's boom the audio for the end Yes Just to give people a scare Nice spooky scare He's there at the window (gasps) 